It's been a while. What's today? Or don't you start off with the date and the time? I don't know. Usually. I usually do, but we don't have to do that. Um, I guess for the record, it is... Do we want this higher up in a little bit? It's the 2nd of August. Yeah, 2nd of August. 2019. 2019. Yeah. <laughs> and what time is it? Like 12.15? I don't know. 12 uh, yeah, 12.20. Mm -hmm. 12.20. We're waiting for a graphics card to arrive by UPS sometime between 1.45 and 5.45. Mm -hmm. Is what UPS little dealy do says. Hopefully that's accurate. Yeah. Or when, it comes sooner. Yeah, sooner would be nice. When we got the computer shipped to us, there was a map. I think it's because there's different tiers of... Well, I know that there are different tiers of of speed and whatever. Different, different shipping tiers. And the one that was shipped to us originally there the pc that was shipped to us was of a tier that allowed a map or that was part of the, a feature so we could see where the truck was i think we mm, talked which about wasn't that. really all that helpful because it was very near our place and it kept going in circles yeah but it, it did say out for delivery uh -huh. in your area and then delivered so it was nice to know when yeah, i think arriving soon yeah arriving soon yeah delivered something like that um so it, it it was helpful to know. Oh, okay, it, it's it's probably a, a couple stops away, and we knew that it wasn't a couple stops away earlier on in the day. So it, it was nice to know. Okay, it's it's about to show up, and we went outside when it said you know, arriving soon or something like that. And then there, soon enough, UPS guy showed up, and was this for you? Yeah, sure is. Okay, sign. Um, I titled this episode should we name or number these because <clears throat> i'd like to get some sort of system that works for continuing episodes of these hmm. and what I'm just not... came to go yeah, go ahead what just came to mind is maybe we should number the ones where we're sitting down and chatting hmm. because there will be soon some more other types of videos that will be posted to this youtube channel yeah by me Mostly. Um, I'm planning on uploading, as we talked about earlier, just highlights, certain videos of clips of plays that went well or really ridiculous things that happened while I was streaming. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about that change in this little podcast today. But I was thinking just to differentiate between the two, the numbered podcast could be there's just kind of a, a little sign or symbol that mm. this is a video of us talking versus the other type of video that will soon be here. Yeah, I was thinking, I guess we just call it podcast or whatever. Um, the whole Para 9 thing seems to have been working out really well. It's uh, Somebody pointed out, and I hadn't even thought of this, I mean, I was very well aware of the Power 9, the, all the moxes, the ancestral recall, time walk. Mm -hmm. Black Mad Lotus. Cow? Yeah, I think it was yeah. Mad Cow that mentioned that, and I totally forgot about that when we. I mean, it would. It wasn't even anywhere on my mind. Then when he pointed out, I was like, "Oh yeah, obviously." So that works really well. With I mean, those are some of the, not some of. They are the most expensive magic cards in the entire 
history of the game. Well, Black why, Lotus. why are they referred to as Power Nine? Because they're the some of the most powerful cards that exist. Yeah, why that name? Because there's nine of them. There's nine cards. Oh, okay. The powerful nine. Yeah. Okay. There's Black Lotus, the five Moxes, mm-hmm. and then the other three. So five Moxes, Black Lotus. I think it's, 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 I'll go in order. Mox Pearl, Mox Sapphire, Mox Jet, Mox Ruby, and Mox Emerald. Mox Opal. No. No? No. That's not an original one. Those are all no. like Mox Amber, Mox Opal, and Mox Tantalite, and all those other ones. Those are other things. So this is from Alpha and Beta. Hmm. Then you've got Black Lotus. I think it's Time Walk, Ancestral Recall, and I don't know what the other one is. I'm not sure, but whatever. It's nine cards that are extremely powerful, very expensive. Other than some like free form formats, I don't believe that you can have more than one of them in a legacy deck or vintage deck. They're they're just that good. Hmm. I mean, Black Lotus gives you three mana of any color, it's just for nothing. It's just oh, I get do mm-hmm. three Lana War L. I mean, it's just you're not doing that in vintage, but doing anything remotely like that in standard is impossible these days you can do some shenanigans in modern for sure but not like you can in vintage um yeah but the clips idea is something that we've had an idea of doing for a long time for probably two years maybe Hmm. when we've talked about streaming in the past maybe i'd say at least a year because i had pointed out how magic kind of like chess is a very slow game and if you're going to sit there and watch somebody play a best of three match depending on what they're playing you could be in for an hour and a half time investment i mean maybe longer on arena probably not typically longer but depending on the decks that are being played yeah you aren't going to ever see that with a mono red deck you're just especially not versus mono well blue white i mean flyers yeah, it's, just, it's not going to happen. But if you're playing some sort of Esper Control, each game might go to half an hour. It's that, depending on who you're up against. I mean, if you're, again, up against a Mono Red, probably not. They're either going to scoop pretty quickly or win pretty quickly. <laughs> so it's probably over in 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but my point is, even with a, a Mono Red deck, let's say you do a best of three and each game is five minutes. That's still 15 minutes. That's not insignificant. That's a quarter of an hour. It's not super long by any means, but it's it's enough for you to go, oh, I don't know, do I really want to watch this half an hour video or 15 minute video or 20 minute video, whatever it is. Yeah, time definitely plays a factor when I'm trying to figure something out or learn something new on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. For, for one thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've seen, if I go to look how to do something like... Um, I don't know. I was recently doing some plumbing stuff in our in our place, and I don't recall looking at a video to do this. I asked some of my coworkers where I work, but if I were to go and see how to change a P trap, not that I need to watch a video, but let's just say I'm trying to change a P trap, a, a, a laboratory bathroom sink P trap, and I see one video that's two minutes long and another one that's 25 minutes long, I'm definitely definitely going to click on the two minute one first. Because if I can get the information in two minutes, or even less than that, I might be able to kick, hey guys, it's me, Bob the Plumber. Okay, I can skip through the first 20 seconds of him just saying who he is, and welcome back to another tutorial on how to do something in your house. Whatever, whatever. 
all you're going to need to do. Oh, sweet. Thank Bob. Thank you, Bob. I, I, I've got the information. We're out. Whereas the 25-minute guy, he might go in and talk about the tools and why you want this and, oh, do you have inch and a half versus inch and a quarter and, oh, if you have ABS in your, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, I don't need all of that. Maybe somebody does, but I don't. So when it comes to magic, if I see, I mean, if I'm sitting down and I want to watch a game and I really want to learn about a, a particular deck, then I'm, I'm fine with putting the time investment in. But a deck like the Elemental Ribs and Reef deck, I don't care to watch that deck at all. Nothing about that deck interests me at all. I just, I don't care for any of the cards or what they do. You can jump in here anytime. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know how. You just. Oh. You, you, you well. You practice it. You just try. I don't. It sounded like you were going somewhere though. That just felt like a really strange place for me to jump in. The I'm, only thing that came to mind was that's a deck that I built. Not the Risen Reef Omnath. Not not like a tuned version of it. No, definitely not a tuned version <laughs> because we don't have all the cards, and right. I'm not about to spend our rare like our other card but why aren't you going to spend it on that deck because i'd rather spend it on something else but why because i what why not I don't that like deck? red <laughs> okay and that has a lot of red in it okay that's it a... demands red because of the omnath okay and i guess if you're going to have red for omnath there's some that's a a good reason to put in lava coil or yeah. lightning strike or shock for some sure but and also that two four elemental like warrior that gal. Yeah, the Lavakin Brawler. Zero. Yeah, yeah. She attacks is, is she in there? In the yeah, tuned... she is in there. Oh, in yours, but in, in the tuned version. I don't know. Oh, okay. I didn't even look at a tuned okay. deck. I just looked <laughs> at cards, and they had Elemental in them, and I thought, I do want to play with this one, and I don't want to play with that one. And then I just kind of put it together that way. And I, I have the crappy Chandra in there. Okay, I don't know which one that is. It's the, the Uncommon. uncommon one. Oh, that makes gives... little Elemental. No, that's the rare. The, rare. Uh, okay. the uncommon gives, I think, up to two elementals or all elementals plus two plus zero until end of turn. Okay. Or it, yeah, I don't know. It does a few different things. So. Um. Yeah, I don't care about that deck because the the art on the cards is is good. It's not bad art on a lot of them. Risen Reef is a, is a well done card. I love that card. But. I just don't care for how it does what it does. It wins by overwhelming um, hand size. You you just get so much card draw, card advantage. That's the word I wanted, card advantage. You're playing a Risen Reef, and then everything in the deck, or the vast majority of things that you're playing are elemental, so you either get a land into play, or you get something into your hand, and you just da -da 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 -da, and you've got multiple risen reefs, and then you this mm -hmm. thing, and then this thing, and just oh, it's just your opponent goes, good God, I can't stop all of this. And then when Omnath is out there, that just it intensifies that effect exponentially. <laughs> and the kind of decks that I like to play are not it, like playing a deck like that feels like setting up a chain of dominoes and then hitting the dominoes and then it just kind of does what it does once you hit the domino chain yeah, it's linear yeah it, i don't feel like there's much of a puzzle to solve it's like you set the puzzle up and then you hit go and, and it just tumbles down the hill and becomes a snowball effect 
Mm-mm. I like a deck where you have to think about some stuff, which is why I don't like the Azorius Flyer deck too much. Mm. But I feel that it is a better deck than the deck that I was playing before, which mm. with this mid rangey <laughs> thing. I think it wins more. So, <laughs> so it's a better deck. Yeah, I just don't like it because it is so straightforward. It's yeah. just like smash That's, face, yeah. smash face, smash face. Oh, Rally of Wings. I really get to smash your face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it wins the same way every time. It's either a bunch <laughs> of creatures that are bumped by an Empyrean Eagle or an Ethereum Eagle or a few flyers that come in for... I mean, if you have two Rally of Wings and three one ones, that's 15 damage with four mana. It's just like, holy crap. Yeah, it's annoying to play against, but I will admit that playing it on Arena and winning more times than not feels mm. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that we have that kind of set in our Arena account, just because it's a winning deck. Yes, it's good to have a deck, and it is nice to have a deck that wins, so we're not just playing total jank all the time and going, we're not getting anywhere with this. Why are we winning? Yeah. Why are we still in bronze? Yeah, no, at least yeah. we made it to gold, I think. We did, before the season ended. Yeah, within we our, that was within our first week. Yeah. We'll, well, it resets. Reset. Yeah, it okay. resets you to bronze. But we're in silver now. Okay. <laughs> and not having, or not being able to play with our computer. Yeah. It's not terrible. Yeah. Um. Because it keeps crashing. Right, but mm. that's why we're getting the video card to negate that issue. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of my Bant deck anymore. Mm. I don't know. It, it felt of... really inconsistent, so I went and I changed, and I took out the angels. Yeah, you had the resplendent angels. Yeah, I had resplendent angel. I had Shalai, and I had Lyra, and I got rid of all of those because it just didn't really make sense with the yeah. rest of what I was, was trying, trying to, to do. do two different things yeah and so I I took those out and one of the spark doubles I still have two in there oh, okay um and I put in more mana ramping and like things like growth spiral and I put another incubation druid in there because there was only there were only three another and I put the hydroid crassus in there and then another finale of glory so and then some arbor- arboreal grazers to get lands yeah. out even quicker yeah and they also help chump or block against your deck at least for a little and while flyers period yeah for sure they're good oh, little that's... chump blockers their whole purpose is to get an extra land out there and help you with ramp i mean throw them under the bus all day long you don't care yeah i mean the band deck was fun for a while but i guess i started losing so it became less fun yeah that makes sense yeah that just <laughs> confirms what I said about, oh, you're just playing to have fun. It's like, yeah, but getting your butt smashed again and again and again. I mean, I've heard about studies with rats where if, if the bigger, better rat doesn't let the smaller rat win at least 30% of the time, the smaller rat's just going to go, what? you know what, I'm, there's no point to play. Yeah, like, I've experienced why? that. You've experienced that. Yeah. I mean, if you're just on a losing streak and... I was for different times where it's just loss after loss after loss after loss because of maybe a little bit of variance, maybe because I'm just not, I, I get a little tilted and I just, I, I'm bummed out and so then it makes more bad plays and I, this is again, a snowball effect, not unlike the Risen Reef deck, but just in the opposite way and with my playing, it just, it feels, it's demoralizing. You're just kind of going... I, I just need a break. I gotta walk away from this for a time. I, I, I can't just do this again. It's sub, sub, 
subject myself to being smacked across the face and going, get out of here, you're no good. I mean, that's not what's actually happening, but it can start to feel that way if your actions are resulting in an outcome that you don't want. <laughs> like, I'm trying to do X, but I'm getting dirty bananas. <laughs> that's not X. I wanted X, and I'm getting dirty bananas. This is not helpful and not what I wanted at all. Yeah, um, I have no idea what I'm going to play tonight because I don't really like the ramp version oh. of the band deck either. You could play the mono blue deck. I thought about that. I thought about playing Golgari, even though it's nowhere in the meta. Yeah. I thought that would probably lose me the the whole thing <laughs> tournament. Um, I thought about putting in the Wild Growth Walker package into the Bant deck or just going back to the Angel version of the Bant deck or hmm. I don't I don't know. Nothing we have right now is really it's anything I want to play. Yeah, the thing about standard is towards the end or right before rotation, things can start to feel pretty stale. Yeah. Because so many things have been tried out and what works is pretty much set. And with how many people play on Magic online and Arena and paper, some crazy breakthrough deck just isn't really going to happen. It might happen for a single tournament that nobody was expecting. Everybody brought a few different decks that they thought were all going to win and somebody tuned a specific deck to just beat all of those. I, I read a, a, a tournament report on a popper tournament where everybody had the usual suspects, but then some guy came in with something called he called it Oops All Instance. Hmm. And I think it really only had spell starter sprites, maybe a couple other small creatures, but then it was just all a bunch of counter spells and bounce spells and all this stuff. And he did pretty well. I don't think he won, but he like top aided with it because people were like, well, What even is this? They had no idea what they were up against. Yeah, I think that's what I liked about the band deck I was playing is because mm -hmm. nobody had seen it and they don't know what to deal or like, yeah. well, what the the problem might be because right. they were expecting ramp. Or mass manipulation. Like I even had somebody at the last standard event when we went to Mox this past weekend, uh, sideboard in a ley line okay. of combustion. Okay. Because they thought that I was going to use mass manipulation. I don't even know what that does. Um, it deals two damage whenever a permanent of yours is targeted by a spell from your opponent. Oh, I see. So you target six things and it does 12 damage to you. To me. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, I think it's either Planeswalker or Opponent. Oh, I see. Could be wrong about that. But they cited that in thinking, oh, I'm going to get a lot of damage in because they're going to mass manipulate. And I didn't do that at all because my win condition is Finale of Glory. Yeah. And they asked about that and they were just surprised because they hadn't been up against that. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot to element of surprise, I would say. For sure. Like, I've made some really janky decks on Arena already. <laughs> I, I made this one called Bloody Mess, and it's just, it's pretty much mono black vampires with Soren and that Knight of the Ebon Legion and a bunch of other vampires. Um, and then it has some red in there just for burn and like lava coil. I, I just okay. threw it together because one of our daily quests was cast, you know, however many black and, black red, and spell. red spells. So. Uh, 20 black and, and red, that. 500 gold. But I won more games than I was expecting. I think part of that is because people didn't know what they were up against. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is this? Yeah. You start to see a meta on Arena. You start to go, oh, it's this deck. Oh, it's that deck. It's the, the life gain. Like, I've seen decks on there that I've never seen in paper. Like mm -hmm. a, a mono-white life gain deck with a Johnny's Prime. It's like, okay, I, 
the blue white flyers just flies over it unsummons your giant ajani and there's resets your entire game plan and smashes them so yeah there's that doesn't seem to care mill life game deck that i, I haven't played seen against. that one yeah. um there's that whole field of dead oh yeah uh, scapeshift shift deck which i haven't seen in paper form though it I is a be surprised it is definitely in the it. meta it's a it's definitely a paper deck <laughs> deck is so stupid yeah it's very corny <laughs> But, to digress to about 10 plus minutes ago, in talking about time investments, I want to bring this back around because if you're waiting, I, I don't like taxing people's memory like that. You're hanging on to this thing like, what was he talking about? Video and, and time investment. The idea that we've had for the last year or year and a half is to riff off of what I've seen other YouTubers and Twitch people do for other games. I've mm. never seen this done for Magic, and I don't care talking about this because if somebody else wants to take it and do it themselves, then cool, we're still gonna do it. But you might see clips of Fortnite and somebody build something real quick and then they should get some no-scope off and whoa, amazing, and ta chat goes, explodes, and then they cut to another scene of them playing something else and they do something, and it's a, just a montage of, of neat things that happened and it's all, the whole video is maybe five minutes long. That's what we want to do for Magic. For people that have never seen Magic, if you had never seen Magic before and you didn't know what it was, why in the hell are you going to click on a minute that, or on a video that's 45 minutes long? If you're like, to figure this out, i got to watch this thing for 45 minutes and I'm not even going to know what's going on? So we're trying to make something that is instantly appreciated or could be instantly appreciated by somebody that has never played the game before for example with the azorius flyers deck th this is just an, an idea that that we'll probably try out pretty soon is you see a th thumbnail and it just says azorius flyers and you see that the video is a minute maybe two minutes long and for magic players they're gonna go what in the hell how is this two minutes long so they'll be intrigued right there, but somebody that's not played Magic might go, two minutes long, oh, I'll click on that, that's not a big investment. The logo fades away, and you just see a, a, an interaction where, say, Vera was playing, and she, it, it looks dire. You see an entire, a whole bunch of cards on the opponent's side. Maybe and it, a bunch of zombies. Yeah, a whole bunch I'm of zombies. That deck. Yeah, and, and she's got down to like two life, and she says something like, oh jeez, if I don't get a Rally of Wings, this next turn, it's game over. Goes to her draw step, draws a Rally of Wings. You're like, oh, there it is. Goes to attacks, plays Rally of Wings, cut out any pauses that are in there, like waiting, 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 chuck all that out, attack, 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 and then the other side explodes. Anybody can figure out what just happened. She goes, oh, I got it. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I topped at that. Cut, do another thing. It might take three hours of recording to get that two minutes it you might not even get those two minutes you might not get a moment from five hours six hours so it'll be looking for those moments noting them while we're recording them and then chopping out all the extra stuff and then making these really short clips and then in addition to that having a best of three match so if you want to watch more of this deck mm -hmm. here's a best of three or and maybe cross-linking exactly so one, it's like a trailer to a trailer for a trailer. The little two-minute highlight clip is a trailer for the longer videos, 
45 minutes of best of ones. You know, it's, it's a bunch of games in there. And then those are all trailers to the Twitch channel. So if you want to watch more of this and you want to be there live when this kind of thing happens, here's where to find us. So one thing will just feed to the other, to the other, to the other. Mm-hmm. And the most exciting thing about that is I get to learn how to do these different things. I really like the editing process. That's my favorite part about making videos. And okay. <laughs> I miss I miss doing that when I was recording my own or, you know, when you were helping me out as well. Um, so I hope to learn some tricks of how to do that and how to do it well. And even with things like suspense, because I know you said cut out all the boring stuff, but maybe if there's oh. like a sequence where it is suspenseful, yeah, definitely it will add to the crescendo, then I'll leave that in there and just kind of play around with it. I just meant those points where you pass priority and, and they're just, just sitting like there. You or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. you're just going like, okay, mm-hmm. do you have something? I. All you have to do is hit my turn. I know, I just, that's all, okay, there we go. It's their turn. Like, just that stuff. It's just, there's, why, no. But if you're just like, oh my goodness, I, like, multiple draws. You're at a point in the game, It's it's gone real long, and you've got nine mana out there or something, or, or I don't know, you draw off of a, um, a spectral sailor. No, that didn't get it. But you've got one fairy miscreant out there. You've got three open mana. Uh, do you play the Empyrean Eagle and chump block next turn and survive, or do you play the Fairy Miscreant, hope that you draw that Rally of Wings with the remaining two, and then attack out with what you've got, because that will win you the game. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try it. You play the Fairy Miscreant. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I drawed it. You're trying to get your digging, you're digging. Oh, I got it, and then boom, there you go. That stuff is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that we are going to try and avoid doing is editing on the streaming PC. We want to keep that computer, I'm saying that as I'm looking here because I'm looking at the tower, as clutter-free as possible. We're, we're trying to keep all extra nonsense off of it as, as much as we can. So we were talking about editing. There's a lot of different free stuff that you can get, but we've edited and we've been using iMovie and we have used it and we understand our way around it and it seems fine enough for what we've been wanting to do. I'm sure there are better things out there, Final Cut Pro, but why spend $300 on something when we don't really need to do that right now? Yeah, so we'll have to kind of loop it around, save the recordings to an external hard drive. This is what we're thinking. Yeah, and then transfer, you know, just unplug the external hard drive from our tower here, from the PC, plug it into a Mac, upload that video into iMovie, edit it, and then from the laptop, upload it into YouTube. Yeah. So that less wear and tear is happening on the actual uh, PC right. that we want to stream with. If, if anybody knows if that's an okay idea, we've got uh, two 8-gig memory sticks, a 16-gig one, so we were just going to save them onto the memory stick to do exactly what Vera said. And but eventually if, get an external maybe. Yeah, but if you think that that's a bad idea or that there's a better way to do it, then let us know because we have never done any of this kind of thing before. What we know that we don't want to do is save it to the terabyte hard drive that we have in there, transfer it to the memory stick, then put it into the MacBook and then transfer it. That that seems unnecessary. So just putting it straight onto the memory stick seems like a good seems thing. Seems like a good idea. But maybe it's a bad idea. We don't know. Um, I'll try it out. We're, yeah. Um, 
and then we watched another like tutorial or kind of a suggestion video tips and tricks on how to make your stream as good as it can be mm. and something that the guy said in that video it's that harris heller alpha gaming alpha gaming guy youtube channel yeah um, something that he had said was you shouldn't stream every day all day every day because you'll just kind of bog yourself down and, so and you might burn yourself burn out yourself and... out yeah and i don't want magic to become unfun for me yeah it it hasn't i've entered I've enjoyed every time that I've sat down for four hours this past week and played as long as I could. I mean, it wasn't every time that I did because the computer would crash and I have to call support. Things went wrong. But the times that I had, it would reach the end of the four hour mark and I would think I could still play this. Yeah. I think I just had a thought as you were saying that, that treating the streaming as a mining, you're mining hmm. that time for content. That's not a bad idea. And then you're making that content and putting that onto YouTube. Yeah. For example, just finish this real quick. Yep. I mine stories for content. And when I'm reading, I, I, I'm paying attention to how the sentence are structured and how things are done. But I can't read all the time if I want to get some writing done. So at some point, I've got to take all that mining that I've done. Take the resources, M-I-N-I-N-G. I've been out there toiling away. Now I've got to take all that, that stuff, that raw material, and do something with it. Yeah. And as I was saying, I would be mining or streaming for three days a week, maybe. And then the rest of the time would be spent making those videos or that video that would be coming out in the, in the week. As we were talking just today sitting down here for this podcast, I was thinking a good goal to start with would be just a single highlight video. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I can upload onto the channel once a week. And maybe I would pull highlights from different days so I could record mm -hmm. sessions and then have each of those sessions separate videos as well and link to those. Or I could just do the single highlight video. I don't know how it will look, but I get to play around with this a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah i we don't know anything about recording with obs it there's a button right near start streaming that says start recording and i know in the settings i've seen it you can pick the save location so i imagine if we dump one of these memory sticks in there we just pick that as the location but again if anybody sees this before we start trying this and you could go no 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 you don't want to do that here's <laughs> why please let us know or if you have any suggestions what this whole thing has been a, an ongoing learning process we don't know how to make thumbnails so we're gonna have to get learn that i get to get learn that yeah and and i want to know what you learn and you can point things out to me um we don't know and we've made videos so it's a lot of pieces that we have here and there little bits here and there and so I mean, if you chip at it every day, it's not so overwhelming. It's just yeah. like, oh, I'm on this path, and I'm learning this thing, and I can build off of that knowledge and learn this other thing and keep going. Something that we have is this this whiteboard up here that we write various things, notes and passwords and whatever. So if you ever wonder why we don't point the camera that way, it's because there's information that we don't want you to have on there. Um, you'd be able to get into all kinds of accounts of ours, and we don't want that to happen. <laughs> Sure, you're, most of you are nice people and you do nothing nefarious, but every once in a while somebody has some bad ideas. But that aside, writing out our own your own itinerary 
or our own itinerary has been something that has been super useful for us. I mean, it's something that you've probably heard if you've ever listened to motivational this or that is to write your things down, write what you want to do down. Mm-hmm. And it's such a helpful thing because then you can go, what am I, what was I supposed to do today? Oh, that's right. These three things go to the post office to change address, go to the library to, to get a, a library card and pick up more sugar for the the kombucha that we're going to make. If you're wondering what those jars are, it's kombucha. Mm-hmm. And then you go and you wake up the next morning and you go, oh, that's what I, what I've got to do. And you go and you check them off and you go and you knock yeah. it all out. It helps so much with me not having a structure to make a structure. Yeah. So that I'm oh, not yeah. just flailing about and not spending yeah, my time Your days can just kind of unravel like cotton candy just blowing in the wind. Yeah, I actually have multiple lists. So I like to have big goals and then smaller goals and then steps to achieve each of those goals. It just helps break it down for me. And then if I have multiple reminders, like the whiteboard is more of our shared goals. And then I have this little notebook that I made and I write my daily goals and then I get to cross off everything as I go through it. And I also have a Google calendar. So every time I look at my phone, it's up there. It's telling me you have so many minutes until you have to meditate or so many minutes until this. Yeah. And it just keeps me on track. Yeah, yeah, And so for something like the streaming thing, we're not going to put up there a goal of, there's no, there's no even, there's not even a point to put up a goal of turn streaming into viable career. Like that's, okay, okay. That's, that's kind of this unsaid thing. Like that there's, you don't even need to put that there in my opinion. I mean, you can, if you want to have that as an umbrella, but I don't even know if that's what we're trying to do with it i'm not sure what we're trying to do with it it's we're trying to make the content that we want to make and make it as interesting as as we can and make something that is useful for other people and we're trying to with the clips idea make something that is accessible for people that don't even understand magic or know anything about magic so that we could maybe introduce this to people that otherwise wouldn't have ever clicked on a magic video and and now do cool that's a win it's a win for magic as a whole if more people are playing this game. It's more money coming into this game. It's more resources that Wizards of the Coast has to make this game and make it as good as they can. It's more input that they can get from people to see, okay, for those surveys that they send out, you know, what what do people want? And it's, it's just better for everyone if more people are playing it. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to do that or be a part of the promotion process if magic hadn't done wonders for me. Yeah. As far as I can see. Yeah. It's helped me in a lot of ways, and it, magic means different things to different people. So oh, for sure. So who knows what the possibilities are if you introduce that game into anybody's life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows what, what, what will happen. You know, you might get somebody that has never played the game before, but they're really analytical or something, or they're just creative. They, they have ideas, and they watch one of, our, one of our clips, and they go, huh, I've played poker but i've never played this and then they jump on stream one day and they go hey i was just wondering have you tried doing this with a deck and you're just like mm-hmm. oh my god yeah holy crap that's a why hasn't anybody tried that with a deck that's inc- that's insane yeah and it's not to say that we have the answer or we are definitely the key or are definitely going to be a catalyst but i think that each of us i can at least speak for myself see a learning like learning something new as not just a single event like mm-hmm. i didn't just read a single book and then i learned this new thing it was i learned 
a piece of it from this experience and then I met this person and they taught me this thing and then I read this book and I pieced these three things together and now I have a new piece of information that's sprung forth from that and then you go and like you just kind of pick pieces from the world and suddenly you've learned something that you wouldn't have otherwise had you not had all those little pieces so if we could just be a little piece of the puzzle to somebody that is even significant to me yeah and then every time you grow in that your bundle of knowledge you're taking that with a com to every conversation that you have and then somebody asks you something you go oh i know this thing and you share it with them and they go oh well did you know this about this thing like <laughs> what was it the other day somebody um was asking about it was this uh, an older couple i mean they they might have been twice my age they were certainly 10 to 20 years older than me <laughs> and um, the lady goes, oh, did you see one of the files over there? It's called a bastard file. And and they had a chuckle about that. And I said, well, do you know why it's called that? And they said, no, I just figured it was just a name. And I said, well, I think it, I'm pretty sure it, it ties to the, the shape of the file and it having to do with bastard swords, which was a medieval thing in the shape of them. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I had no idea of that. And then I was thinking, is that accurate? I, I think it is, but I kind of pulled that out of my butt from video games and having bastard swords and I just kind of mashed the two together and I thought I was accurate and I was on the right track ish but apparently more accurately from what I found online is that there's different names of uh, the grains of files I forget what they were but it was something like smooth coarse and like extra coarse or something so you've got a really fine file for you know just real light work you've got a coarse file and a bastard file was one that was sort of between those the smooth and the coarse so it, mm. it just didn't really fit so it was just it was kind of the bastard mm. I'm like oh okay and it also i think has to do with the weight of those files they're usually fairly heavy files they're just chunky and a bastard sword was a heavy sword it was just kind of this so almost like a club i think mm. less sharp swords it's, it's like a katana is you're using it it's a precise sword a, a, a rapier is a precise piercing sword a bastard sword you're just smashing people with that thing i could be wrong but don't video games usually give you a bastard sword as like your initial sword is oftentimes kind of like yeah i think so sword? yeah it's kind of a starter weapon yeah mm -hmm. yeah um but learning those things you don't do it in one fell swoop for my, so my point with saying umbrella, the giant umbrella of turn streaming into viable career, well, it's not that Vera or I is trying to turn streaming specifically into a career. It's, it's not that at all. It's trying to stream so that we can mine the stream for content and meet people and who knows what doors will open up down the road. It's not, oh, this is the only thing. It's no, that umbrella could be a lot of things mm -hmm. it, it could lead to any number of great number of possibilities so we don't want to lock ourselves into a singular direction yeah just like when i've applied to jobs recently i can take skills that i learned at a like a very laborious job where i was somewhat of a minion in an organization and i can apply those to a leadership position mm -hmm. like you just you never know what the fruits are going to be of your labor, which is fine. I'm not too concerned about that, personally. Yeah. It's just, as long as we're enjoying the process and it seems to be going well, whatever comes of it, I mean, I guess, I guess we'll see. Figure out as it goes along. Just yeah. keep on plugging away. But my point, again, with the huge umbrella thing is <clears throat> we're not going, that's the goal. It's much, much smaller goals. It's 
learn how to make a thumbnail for a YouTube video on, with GIMP. That's it. Just how, did, how do we take some images, find it a font that we want, how do we stretch it to the size, of, how do we do all that? We don't know. It's probably super easy. And imagine after watching half an hour of YouTube videos, we'll go, oh, that's extremely simple. Or maybe three hours, who knows? But get that handled, do some editing, maybe learn some more tricks for editing. We haven't ever, we've just kind of learned individual things, but we haven't really watched any videos that are like a course. Um, yeah, Harris Heller, he recommended something like... Udemy? Yeah, but there's something else that he said. It was like Mac Pro or Mac Studio Pro, hmm. I think. It was maybe it's, I don't know if it's a channel or a series of videos. It was oh. He said that a, a resource that he had used to learn how to edit stuff. I see. Um, so there's so many resources out there to learn the things that we want to do. And all you have to do, the, the biggest thing that's the, the I'd say the largest challenge that comes from doing any of what we're doing is that you have to do it. Whereas if you're going to school and you're paying to go to a school, you just kind of go there and you go, well, I'm paying to do this, so of course I have to show up. But when it's all on you, it can be really overwhelming if you're going like, oh, how do we do all this? But that's what we chop into small pieces. Yeah, but being that we're not in this just to get a degree or in this just to get to the end results, we're actually interested yeah. in the process. That yeah, helps for sure. <laughs> a lot. Like if I, I don't know who I, I don't have any singular person that I could turn to to ask about all of what we want to do. Mm. There's many disparate channels and things and my I've asked my brother a couple things but he's he's not of the level of expertise that I'd like I would love to be at a point where <clears throat> we know all of the things that we want to do and our content shows the fruits of our labor and then people come into twitch sometimes and as Vera's playing somebody asks me hey I'm trying to get up and streaming, where would you start? Or here's what what I've got going on, what advice do you have? And I'd love to be able to actually have that conversation with that person and go, well, do you know how to make YouTube videos? No, I don't. Well, I would recommend, well, what are you on right now? I have a Mac. Well, I'd recommend using blah, the blah, free, blah, blah, blah. Blah. yeah, exactly. you don't know yet because yeah. you're not there yet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dreams. Getting to that point, yeah. But then having us all loop back around and tie into magic is what makes it enjoyable or partly enjoyable. Like if we were doing this and we were trying to do it surrounding some game that we just didn't care to play or a game that didn't have the ongoing support like magic has. What would be the point? Yeah, I feel like we'd get burnt out really fast. I mean, I could see doing this for a game like Fortnite because they have their updates every once in a while. I mean, I I don't want to do it for Fortnite. I don't care about Fortnite. If they were to say tomorrow, hey, today's the last day in 12 hours the servers go down, I'd go, okay. Speaking from oh, a place darn. where I've never played Fortnite. Yeah, I, I, I played I twice do on the care about Fortnite. PS4 and I didn't even understand what was going on. I was like, <laughs> what, how, what is this thing? It was free to install, so it derped around. I mean, it, it was... I don't even think Ninja was playing it at the time. when I, I got it right. I was, it was free. My brother said... Oh, it was a very base version, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't was... Wasn't it very different? 
It's way different than it is now. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah. They had the building in it and whatnot, but it was just sort of like, oh, okay. I didn't understand. I was like, why am I going to build anything? I'm just going to try and shoot people. And then I got shot, and I think I killed one person once. And that was in the two games that I played. And then I was like, I'm going to uninstall that. I don't. I mean, I understand it, and it's enjoyable to watch some people play sometimes, but it's not my kind of game. <clears throat> no, but it's also kind of neat that Magic seems to be gaining more traction. Yeah, for sure. It seems like there are a lot more new players because of Arena, and they're getting a lot more exposure. They're having larger tournaments with more media coverage, and it's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. Magic is fun, and I'm definitely looking forward to not just Eldraine, but what Eldraine means. It means multiple things. It means that rotation happens. It means that Historic is soon to be a thing on Arena, mm -hmm. which could mean that Historic is a format played in paper, which I asked, I made some post, uh, or a post on Reddit asking a few different questions. Maybe it's information out there that I could have found, but finding information on which to the Coast website for me, for whatever reason, is notoriously challenging. I, mm. It's, it, like, the way that it's set up is not easy to find for some reason. I don't know if maybe that's just my extensions blocking some stuff. I don't get it, but I'll click on stuff, and then it'll just take me to their homepage. Like, why isn't this taking me to the article that I thought it was supposed to take me to? I don't get it. But, um... Whether or not Historic becomes a paper thing, I think, is more to do with the players. If people just want to start playing it in paper, What's then it's going to... Yeah, nothing's <laughs> going to... And then Wizards of the Coast will just go, well, lots of people are doing this, so I guess we'll just recognize it as a thing. Why not? Yeah, kind of like Commander. Yeah, people just exactly. People playing it, and yeah. Wizards realized, oh, people actually like and this. Popper and as now well. they're Commander sets and have been for a while. Yeah, same with Popper, I think. Hmm, I didn't know that. Yeah, Popper... It's not a... I'm pretty sure it was not a, a thing that Wizards of the Coast came up with. And now they're making sets with a good amount of commons. That yeah, and not bad commons. Them. Yeah, like that Cloudkin Seer, she's a common, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's... That's a really good uh, card. I think I want to put that in the Delver deck. Okay. There's that Fairy Seer from Modern Horizons that's a one drop, one, one, scry mm -hmm. two. I mean, that's great. Silly good. I was. I remember thinking. I was thinking like, what are some other one drops that I could have put in this Azorius Flyer deck? And I thought, I was like, why is nobody playing Fairy Seer? Mm. That's an. Oh wait, it's in Modern Horizons. You can't. <laughs> like, it's such a good card. How isn't that being played in every blue deck? For a like, because format. it's in a completely different format where that's just a fine card. It's an okay card. <laughs> in standard, that card. Of, yeah, every blue deck would be playing that card. The mono blue deck would be playing that card. It, maybe not every deck that had blue, but the Azorius Fire deck would absolutely be playing that <laughs> card. Over Fairy Miscreant, I get to... Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah definitely. Card value. Yeah. Maybe maybe both, but for sure this year. Um so yeah, in the coming weeks and months, expect to see new stuff popping up on this channel. I guess we could just call this P9, just do P9 number, whatever. So we'll start that off with the next one. Hmm. Okay. Just, just, What's your thinking with that? Like, How does that separate from the P9 on Twitch? It's not. It's just oh. P nine, and then if it's if you see a number, it's a number one. This is like mm -hmm. Paradigm Podcast. Hmm. Or I guess we could just do P nine P number. 
or something else or just a number? Know. What were you thinking? I don't know. I, I wasn't thinking. Okay. But all I was thinking is that we met with a designer that we had mentioned. Oh, yeah. Meeting with yesterday. And we were trying to break down how the Twitch channel will look, what the branding looks like, that sort of thing. And the logo's very likely going to be P9. Mm-hmm. So that just, in my mind, connects to the Twitch channel. So it didn't make sense for me to label these videos with the P9. Okay. But I could be wrong. I'm just thinking if they're on YouTube, they need to be titled somehow. Yes, they do. So we. So having a number is a good idea. Yeah, but I also have numbers on my Stitcher podcast because I just do them in order. So I guess I, I don't have to do that. I could just keep on doing mine that I do, which I haven't done one in about a month. But I could just have those be still in sequential order, number 100, this 100, whatever. But then if it's specifically a Para 9 podcast, we differentiate it somehow. I don't know what how. Maybe that's the thing. We say P9 podcast would be, you know, episode whatever mm-hmm. this is. And then P9 gameplay or highlights or, you know, Twitch or something that references the actual card game, gameplay. It'd still start with P9. Maybe that's redundant at that point. Yeah, I feel like it is. If it's, I don't know that we need to put it in the title. Like P9 Azorius Flyers highlights. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of a way... That makes sense, and it's it's something simple. We'll have to think on it. I mean, maybe we don't need to number them. Maybe we just name them. That's something. And we just people will see. And then they'll be kind of timeless. Like yeah, sure. (laughs) I'm not sure how that makes them timeless. (laughs) So that if people find them on the suggested videos. I oh, I see. It's not like, oh, I'm watching episode 83 oh, and they're up to 320 or whatever. Yeah. But it might make sense to number them because we reference, like, it feels like we're on a timeline. I mean, we are, inevitably. Mm-hmm. Um, and we reference older videos. So if they hear us referencing something from an older video, then they'll go, wait, what? What one is that in? Yeah, but here's the thing. Joe Rogan has his podcast. It's up to 1,300 and something. But he doesn't say when he's talking to Neil deGrasse Tyson in episode 1,286 or whatever. The, I know he's, I'm pretty sure he's not in that episode, but whatever one he was. I don't think that he says, yeah, when I was talking to Dan Carroll in episode whatever. He just says when I was talking to Dan, Dan Carroll. And if somebody wants to watch that, it's up to you to figure out which one. And if he's had Dan Carroll on multiple times, well, that's on you. And I think at that point, you kind of have to hope that people can figure it out. And then if your audience gets big enough, people will probably ask, what episode was that? And then somebody, inevitably, if your audience is big enough, will just say, oh, it was this one. And here's the timestamp of the exact thing that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. And I think having the, the way that we've been doing the thumbnails for this mm-hmm. works pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it, and it definitely differentiates it from the gameplay clips, which would be a high-resolution, clear thumbnail. So you you would know, oh, I'm going to watch these two knuckleheads talk for an hour or whatever, <laughs> as opposed to watch some gameplay. Um, knuckleheads. Yeah, I like trying to keep these about 40 to 
40 minutes to an hour or so. Okay. We'll keep that up. Unless we have something where we're just really talking about a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And this is not that. No. No, this is just something to put out there because we are waiting on our graphics unit to show up. And yeah, nothing, but yeah, it's just something to do. Something to do. Something to do. Yeah. On a Sunday. Even though it's not a Sunday. It's your Sunday. It's my Sunday, yeah. Therefore, it's my Sunday. Um, yeah. So my next steps are coming up with a schedule for study days and streaming days. Yeah. And we'll probably, maybe if my schedule, right now I've been getting Thursdays and Fridays off, and I'm going to ask if I can get something a little bit different, because I would like to be able to play Modern on Sundays, and I can't do that right now. Hmm. So I would like to go back to the schedule that I had in the past, which was all morning shifts and having Sunday and Monday off. But we've been a little bit short-staffed, so I don't think that, and we're about to lose somebody, that's a younger guy, and he's going back to school. Oh. So I, I just don't think that... Oh, you're going to lose two people, because that gal's going back to school, too. I don't know that she's leaving, though. I, I've heard oh. that there, she's going to be there on the weekends or something. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Interesting. Anyways, so some of our employees are a little bit younger, and so school comes around, and they have to leave their summer jobs. So at least one of them I know is, um, I think in a couple of weeks, and the other one, I, I'm not sure. Hmm. So, Yeah. I don't think I'll be able to get whatever schedule I want. But my point was that on my Saturday, I'd like to stream along with you. Maybe mm -hmm. play a little bit, but I'm more interested in the interaction part. Like, <laughs> that's what and I, I like do. playing. So it works out real well. I also like interacting, though. A few people have jumped in to chat, and it's been nice to just have somebody to talk to. Yeah. I think I mentioned that in the last video. but It's definitely more fun. It makes the game go by faster and makes me think about the game differently because people will point different things out or mm -hmm. suggest that I do things differently or whatever. I know that a lot of people or magic streamers I've seen will have no backseat gaming, meaning don't tell me different things, which hmm. I, I, I understand why you would say that, but I also find it really absurd to not want... Like, I've, I've seen it to the point where I don't know who it was I was watching, but they made some play, and somebody in chat asked, like, why did you play that card instead of this one? And then chat just jumped on that person and said, look, you're not allowed to comment on the gameplays. What? And why have chat open? Like, what are we supposed what to be you... talking about? Right. If you can't comment on what's happening right now, then what are you supposed to be talking about? I mean, the only time that that really makes sense to me is if you're in a tournament. Yeah. And oh, what yeah, yeah. what you're doing actually matters and there's some stakes on the line, whatever. Well, then, then, yeah, people shouldn't be backseat gaming and they definitely shouldn't be sniping. No. And as a, as a, as if you were streaming in a tournament and you were doing it from your home, it's, I feel your obligation to close your chat window so that you don't see that. Hmm, it's not even an idea. option. Yeah. But that's on the streamer's end. But yeah, I totally understand not going and looking at somebody else's stream and saying, oh, here's what he has in his hand. That's just rude. Yeah, just 100%. Not even casual gameplay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's just... you're just you're just trying to get the person that you're watching to... You're giving them information that they shouldn't otherwise have, and now they're not able to play the game as it was meant to be played. They're playing something else. Yeah. Um, so that stuff is 
not good, but I, I don't know about making a rule for it. I also don't understand, or I, I rather, I don't agree with bans that cannot be undone. Hmm. It depends on the situation, but I do not believe that if somebody is banned through and through, that they should be never allowed back on your channel. I was thinking of a way of reconciliation if somebody wanted to take it that would be really interesting and extremely entertaining. Imagine some guy comes, or some person, we'll just, we'll just not label them in any way. An individual comes into the channel, an individual that's not a bot, mm -hmm. and starts spamming a whole bunch of racist stuff just because they want to get some attention. Well, that's probably a good reason to give them, say, a day ban. So you slap them with a day ban. Can you even do that? I think so, yeah, yeah. You can set different time lengths on stuff. Hmm. And then the second day they come in there, they don't do that again, but they're kind of being a jerk. If I was here, I would try and have a, a conversation with that person. Not on stream, just type to them. Like, hey, what's going on here? Can we talk about this? And if they lashed out again, I would go, okay, you're banned. But here's the deal. On our channel, we have a road to redemption. And here's how it works. If you want to be a part of this community, we have to air what you did. I mean, air it out. Like, it's old, nasty, dirty laundry. And here's how we have decided how to do this. And this is just me. This is an idea I had the other day, and I'm talking about it for the first time. We get you on stream, on video, so that everybody can see your face. Who did this? And you get to explain your actions. You don't have to take this. You can stay banned. That's totally fine. That is absolutely an option. We're fine with that. We just don't want this toxic behavior in here. But maybe, maybe you were having a really bad day and you just didn't know what else to do. So you came on this channel that had 15 viewers and you just started going nuts because you thought, oh, I'll just be a jerk here and nobody, it won't matter. Well, it does matter because that was 15 individuals whose lives you impacted in a negative way. So now you get to apologize to all of us if you want to. This is all on you. And you're going to do it as we can see your face as you ex and you explaining this. Hey, guys, um, I don't know what I was thinking. I was, I was extremely rude. I said some extremely unsavory things, and I am really sorry about that. Uh, Paranine has given me this opportunity to walk myself along the road of redemption to try and get back in your good graces and I understand that you probably be a little bit wary about me in chat for a little bit but I'm really sorry about that I'm not that kind of person normally and I don't know what came over me I, I, I just whatever whatever it was then you welcome it back if they then squander that then they're banned no 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 no, no. we you tried and you came in here you do it again you're gone unquestionably that's it game over you, you, you good on us for you fooled us once but not again but I thought that would be make some for some very interesting viewing I'm curious to see how that would turn out yeah it, I, yeah it could go a number of different ways it definitely could and it's that's something that I hope never happens and something that we don't have to deal with for a very long time but yeah I was just thinking I don't like the idea of banning somebody and they just, they're just erased from your mind for no. all time. There's another thing that you can do and I, it's like giving them a timeout. Mm -hmm. And I did that to somebody because they came in and they said, oh, follow me or follow for follow or whatever oh, okay. they did. Okay. 
and I said, I don't understand what this is. And somebody who's been in the chat regularly, heal, mm-hmm. heal, please. Um, they had said, oh yeah, that's just spam. Uh, people usually block those people, and I thought, oh, I'm not gonna block them, but I'll just give them a slap on the wrist. Yeah, like stop that. Sometimes that. that's sometimes that's all people need. Like if somebody came <laughs> in and just started spamming a bunch of racial nonsense, I, as much as I don't want to deal with that, sometimes people just need a little shake. Like, hey, that's not okay. And so giving them a day ban as opposed to a lifetime never to be undone ban might be enough. They might go, oh, oh, they noticed what I was doing. All right, I'll, I won't mess around and I won't do that again. Yeah, it's just like a little kid, like a toddler that runs around and they hit somebody just to see what everyone's reaction is going to be. Yeah. And if you give them a scornful look and, maybe and tell them, tell them no, like, that's not what we do here, then they'll learn from that. Ideally, yeah. Ideally. But you don't, the first time the child runs in and does it. that, you don't chop their head off and dump them in a garbage. Yeah, and like, or well, scream at them. Yeah. You don't. Or ignore them. Right. Or laugh. Right. Right. Yeah, that's not, definitely not what you want to do. All right. Well, those are just a bunch of ideas and we'll see how this goes. This whole thing is a learning process and it's, uh, it's going to be interesting and it has been and it continues to be so. Let's not curse it now. May, may we stream in interesting times. <laughs> well, that's just guaranteed. All the times are interesting. Yeah. All right. Love and peace and goodbye. Love and peace.